When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're a very special guest coming up, uh, but uh, not yet. So we're <laughs> yes, we have to wait. We have to stall. This is our, no, this, this is, our, is not stalling. This is it, high quality content. This is our quality content episode, not our. We have to stall for our guests to show up. Content. So yeah, we do these uh, these show when we don't have a guest or we're not talking a movie. We still like to to connect and still uh, uh, put out content for everybody. And um, we call it shoot the shit, but um, we, we we're trying to think of a way to brand that. So if anyone yeah. has an idea, <laughs> yeah, if anyone has an idea for those <laughs> that shows, <help> us. <laughs> you know, just uh, you know, not it's not really current events. I don't know, just maybe what's going on with Ben and Dave. <laughs> yeah, that's too long, too mouthy. I don't know. That's really it's, why people listen. Oh, a hundred percent. You know, they want to know what's for, going on in our personal lives. Not for the guests. Speaking of guests, I, I do want to mention that. Well, it's not here yet. See, I, you know, the chicken, li- the listen. chicken has not hatched. What? What if it doesn't happen? I, I mean, I, I'm not pretty name, sure it's gonna. I'm not gonna drop names, Dave. I'm All not right. gonna drop names. He's I'm a really, saying, he's a really talented young man, and we can't wait to have him on. Him, yes. This individual, <laughs> that's or correct. Her. Or her. Or her? We've never this, had a her. I yeah, I know. We probably should change that. We should get a her. Let's try to get a her. We've but, done the, we've done the movie her. That I mean, that, <laughs> does that count for anything? But yes, we should we should get a her. You know, get get more diverse uh, guests. That's for sure. But but yes, this Scarlett uh, Johansson. You're saying? Yeah, 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 hundred uh, <laughs> percent. Yeah, I think she does ind- independent podcasts like this uh, a lot. Uh, and I heard she's a fan, you know, through, well, through the grape, through, through the grapevine. Yeah, that, that grapevine. Uh, maybe well, we could take maybe take all the audio from the movie, and we can have a whole conversation with her. <laughs> that, that would be fine. I would be like a soundboard. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just respond to everything she says. <laughs> I drew a picture. I was imagining, you know, what if your butthole was in your armpit, and then we could respond to that because that's a line in the movie, you know, and you know. <laughs> We're, we could be the Theodore Twombly or Trombly. I forget I his think last Trombly, name. But, yeah, yeah, Trombly. Twombly is a uh, fun fact. Zach Galifianakis character in Due Date. Uh, uh, him and uh, Robert Downey Jr. Underrated comedy, I must say. I love that movie. Which um, is essentially a uh, um, a remake of uh, uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Right. Yes, it really is. Yes, and it's, you know... Uh, has a little i was gonna say it has more heart it doesn't have more heart it's a little more uh ra- not a little raunchy but not over the top raunchy i'm making this more complicated than it needs <laughs> yeah, to be it's, Dave. It's not helping. <laughs> but anyways we, we you know we're, we're trying to have guest driven shows to yeah. bring in guests to talk about these movies with us and i think that's kind of a reinvigorated our passion for the podcast I think so. and uh it's exciting to get these guests and you know it's uh we do have some on the horizon i'm not going to say who because you know yeah. we don't know what will happen but the guests we do have on the horizon are exciting and i'm and i'm uh you know uh, i feel very fortunate fortunate that we are able to to do this and you know it's it's for fun you know we do this as you know just something we we love to do and it's uh it's exciting and i can't wait for you guys to find out who those guests are <laughs> and uh, i want i want to continue this man i want to i want to keep it going sure do and we're getting these guests because of the the magnetism of our personalities um <laughs> and so that's what's really attracting this the other thing is, you know, while it is that while we are shifting to a more guest driven show, we also want uh, we don't, you know, the, the Ben and Dave banter. It's it's classic. It's award winning. Right. Uh, so we don't, we don't want <laughs> to leave that. It is. Uh, my mom has baked me <laughs> many, says, many pies saying you did great, sweetie. 
here's your reward for what yeah. a great podcast you did the other night. You know, I mean, we've, you know, I, I don't want to brag, you know, we might no. have received other awards, but you your know, mom does not just give out, uh, yeah. you know, awards to other people. She, randomly. She, she, she doesn't, she doesn't, she doesn't give it up like that. No. no. Yeah. She, <laughs> she's a, she's a tough one to get. And I've tried. <laughs> I know, I know. I've been there. I've been there, and it's super awkward because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a passive person. I don't like confrontation. I just, you yeah. know, I just kind of let things happen, you know. Um, <laughs> uh, Dave, I have to, I have to ask you. Hold on, no, before. Oh, okay. Again, I, again, about- I, I think the classic line of the is, "I feel your segue." Because um, I mentioned this during the Matt Nose thing. <laughs> I wasn't going to segue, but yeah, I, I guess I was kind of segue. I know where you're going. I can always feel your segue. Uh, we were talking about her and uh, Joaquin Phoenix. And I had a thought um, as, the, as I was listening back to that episode. By the way, if you haven't checked that out, uh, the Master episode with our with a great guest, Matt Nost, who, is, who was amazing. And uh, definitely, definitely listen to that episode and check him out and all the stuff he does on the Top 10 show and a bunch of different stuff. But anyways, I was thinking of Joaquin Phoenix. And has he ever not played a weirdo? Uh, no. I mean, signs maybe. Yeah, that was the closest one I could think of. Yeah, but even I mean, then he kind of had like a problem. Right. Yeah. You, you know, he just he swung. You know, he swung <laughs> away all the time. You know, what a terrible yeah. problem to have. <laughs> no. Yeah. You definitely had a problem, and he's living with his brother. Obviously, he has no. Yeah, I forget you know, what problem. it was. Was it PTSD or something? I don't remember yeah. what what it was. Well, I know he was looking at like army pamphlets and stuff. He was yeah. considering joining the army. I think he was just okay. kind of. The a lost soul, which Joaquin Phoenix plays a lot. Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, you're right. He he never plays like this level-headed, normal guy. I mean, you could kind of say that about his character and her. You know, I mean, obviously he's having a relationship with an artificial intelligent uh, <laughs> yeah, voice. The first sign of a problem, <laughs> but. You know, he's he's relatable in that. I, I guess he's relatable in all. But you're right, Dave. You're right. He doesn't play typically a normal guy. <laughs> he's a fantastic actor. I'm not saying oh, yeah. I'm not trying to you know knock that down by any means, but because um, he could I, be a potential guest, you know. Yeah, because we don't want to offend him in the, the event that he's uh, he's coming on <laughs> right. next week or something. <laughs> uh, but but I do wonder about that. You know, I, I think. And you think about the great actors, you know, the different roles that they've played. And although I guess the only thing in De Niro, he, not saying he played the same guy, but it was a, a similar guy. Right. But you always saw a, a similar, um, not that you have to do like a full um, complete transformation or anything, but it would be interesting just to see. But I thought I was thinking about that, Joaquin Phoenix, to play a, a very different kind of role. Someone who isn't, you know, manic or violent or, you know, has some you know, emotional problem that he keeps, you know, you know, diving, digging into further, further, yeah. which is very compelling. It, it, yeah. It's, it's obviously compelling for the, to watch those characters, the type of characters Joaquin Phoenix plays, yeah. but, but it's also compelling to watch people play the level headed person in a scenario where everyone else is crazy. You know, it, it, it would actually be very interesting to see him play a straight in a movie, like the, right. you know, the straight guy, um, as opposed to, you know, the crazy, you know, eccentric uh, guy. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I would definitely look forward uh, to, to seeing like that. I mean, I, I'm not going to say I've seen every single Joaquin Phoenix movie, but, right, right. Um, but yeah, that would, that would uh, be something like in modern time. Cause I know he played like, I think he played Jesus recently in a small film about Mary Magdalene uh, oh, yeah? with Rooney Mara, who's now his uh, fiance, I believe. But um, ah. yeah, uh, he played that. I didn't see it, but, uh, but yeah, I would like to see like a modern day. Like he's a level headed, like uh, you were saying De Niro, like De Niro eventually started playing like, you know, priests and like, you know, a cop, a good cop, you know, here and there, you know, he started playing like more, moral guys so yeah it would definitely be interesting to see that and go ahead no that reminds me <laughs> as you mentioned uh, jesus and mary magdalene it reminds me of a movie i recently rewatched. because maybe in this we kind of like talk about some of the things we've seen i, I rewatched the the da vinci code with my wife mm. uh starring uh tom hanks uh, that- directed by ron howard have you seen that that uh, the concept of it has always intrigued me. I, I have never seen it, but the concept of it of you know Jesus having a descendant still alive definitely yeah. is intriguing. Uh, is right? It, does it hold it's, up? Do you do do you like it? 
Um, I think I liked it more when it first came out than I did now. There was some, there was a lot of problems with it, and it reminded me of our conversation with Steve Morris, uh, which you can also check out uh, our uh, yeah. our uh, a Man of Steel episode. And the, the point he made was this idea of exposition, and uh, the movie does a really bad job with exposition by just having like because it, it's telling a historical tale. So so what the movie does is you'll have the characters in a room. And then it goes to like some historical reenactment that's a little bit fuzzy um, of say like the Knights Templar and then they'll sort of show it. But you don't know any of the characters. You don't know any of the actors. They're just showing it's just explanation, explanation, explanation. There's probably about 20 minutes of explanation in that entire film. And uh, I think it really does suffer for that. For, for well, that. yeah, because I think Steve's point was not that you can't have exposition in the film. It's no. When it's obvious, that's when it's a problem. You you yes. shouldn't you shouldn't realize it's exposition when it's happening. Right. Um, you know, as, as like a you know person who watches a lot of movies and and things like that. Yes, you you understand when something's exposition, but it's not like total. Just like throw in your face, like yes. This now happened. I'm going to explain You're, things to you, right? Like yeah. J- like Jor-El in 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 man of steel yeah you know just explaining everything and zod and, and everything yeah. like that so so yeah. scenes like that there's about four or five of those scenes in that movie yeah. and it's yeah so it, uh, in in um in, in in the da vinci code so yeah. i, I kind of it's the same yeah, it's, as you said it is a good concept um but uh yeah i wouldn't, I wouldn't call it a good movie um, right. is it worth checking that, out for that concept though like is it like yeah it's it, something that's interesting yeah. in that regard have low expectations, and it is a trilogy. And if the first one grabs you, keep watching it because I find I find uh, I think the third one has uh, Ewan McGregor pl- playing like uh, a cardinal or something, which is actually pretty cool. Is um, that Angels and Demons or something? Or uh, I think I don't know. I, yeah, Angels and Demons is one. I don't know if that's the second or the third yeah. one, uh, but there are three. Um, okay. And la- last tangent here before you so you get back to your segue is here, and we were, we were, we asked Steve about a, a good a good um a good example of not doing exposition but um or, or in a way where it advances the story and it reminded me uh i've been rewatching, or i've been sorry watching uh slowly very slowly the, the latest season of better call saul and i realized there is zero exposition in in anything uh if you go if you go back to like breaking bad or better call saul it's always an actor doing something advancing a story in right. action there's no, I mean, of course, actors talk to each other and be like, you know, this this character over here is doing something. We need to blah blah blah. They're having a conversation, but there's no exposition at all. And can you, you know, what I'm trying to say, everything is always a character in action, pushing pushing the the story forward. Right. And w- one thing I wish I I kind of asked, it, I mean, obviously, there's flashbacks in movies. I mean, does that count as exposition? And if so, is that bad exposition? Like. Uh, I guess it just depends on how you use it. I mean, I, there are times where I enjoy flashbacks in a movie, but you know, other times it kind of throws me off. Like I didn't need yeah. that. Um, you Maybe know, the was, flashback is like the cheat code for exposition. Cause yeah. you can, but, but at least you're putting the character, I, I guess it's a better version of it. If you yeah. overdo it, I guess too, but that, that's a good, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. It's a kind of a way of maybe getting around it. Cause you can put, you can actually put the character in action to, 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 to push the story forward, right? Um, whereas, where next exposition just explaining, <laughs> right? Something. So well, yeah, I, that's a good point. The exposition exposition I brought up in that episode, which I think I edited out just because it for time wise um, was Hell or High Water, which was subtle exposition. You know, uh, Ben Foster comes back from jail, and they're talking about the farm, and you know, asking if the mother suffered, and so obviously we knew she was sick, but it wasn't like shoved in your face. It was just natural. No. It just kind of flowed and. And that was good like exposition. That. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, it's uh, you know, and how you know he, you know, he says like you know he 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 used to beat us. You took it different, and he's like, yeah. Well, why do you think I shot the bastard? You know, something like that. Right. And it's just like it was again not shoved in your face. Like yeah, you well, remember that time a... in the farm when Dad was doing <laughs> this, and like it didn't do that. It was just so subtle, and I yes. think I think that's. That's the exposition Steve yes. Steve was talking about. Like yeah, that's yeah. when you don't Th- notice it. I think that's a great point. And on top of that, he was also it was also character development. It wasn't just explanation right. of of events. Definitely. Um, because you got to know you, you we got to know the Ben Foster character so much on him telling that story because we assumed he was at that point we're thinking this guy's just an asshole. Right. 
Yeah, yeah, right, that, right, yeah, he, absolutely. And then you 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 get to understand him more. And yeah, uh, that that movie, I'll, I'll I'll watch probably at least once a year the rest of my life. I, <laughs> I love that movie. It's uh, just I don't know something about it. Just so it, so, so great. That's one I resisted, and because I'm like, this is gonna be it. For whatever reason, it didn't appeal to me, even though I, I kind of I liked all the actors and everything like that, and I like the setting of the West. And uh, so it took me a long time to get around, finally come around to that movie, and I saw it. I'm like, wow, this is amazing. Right. So <laughs> I uh, this this isn't my segue. I just want to go back to Robert. De Niro. Oh, you can segue. It's cool. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I I will segue, but I got more things to talk about. You know, this is our. As we said, the shoot the shit episode. Um, so, Robert De Niro, I know, is one of our favorite, you know, if not our favorite actor of all time. But looking back, I mean, when you're really looking, uh, besides Raging Bull, maybe Taxi Driver, he's kind of the same. He's kind of the same in every role. Uh, is he as good? Deer Hunter. Deer Hunter's great. Um, but at the same time, he's still kind of the same, maybe in most of his roles. Uh, yeah, because even in Deer Hunter, he has this. Um, all of his characters is. I'm thinking of like I'm like drawing a line between Deer Hunter and Casino, almost like the one shot obsession with like the obsession in Casino about like how he's trying to control everything. He always plays someone who's trying to trying to control his environment, kind of a thing, right? Right. Um, but although, you know, Cape Fear, he's played a very true. different role yeah. in that. I guess maybe, yeah, I guess maybe just after, like, after Cape Fear, uh, that was his last Oscar in nomination until Silver, Silver Linings Playbook, which I loved him in Silver Linings yeah, Playbook. I, I what about that, Dirty Grandpa? I, I think that <laughs> showcased his uh, his acting so, so much better, you know, than we've seen in recent years. Dirty Grandpa, yeah, just, uh, I don't know how that didn't get nominated for an Oscar. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, that and, is a good and point. People he became were, a parody of himself a bit, didn't he? Yeah, almost, yeah, like a caricature of him himself as we like to say um it, but you know and, and for people who are thinking oh. can you hear me yeah i can hear you can you hear oh me? sorry i think we like froze for a second yeah, that's ahead, and for people who think i'm like you know knocking robert de niro or blaspheming him or anything uh this is just me to bring up a conversation i named my dog i had years ago <laughs> Uh, Nero. His name was Nero, and that was after Robert De Niro because I absolutely love Robert De Niro, uh, especially seventies De Niro with you know Deer Hunter, Taxi Driver, Godfather Two, um, Mean Streets, and then obviously Raging Bull in eighty, Cape Fear. Like I love him. I'm just saying though, like there what are the King role, of Comedy. There, where would you th where would you slot that oh, one, in? dude? I, a, I love King of Comedy. Like, is that I, a very? Is he being very? Are we are we still in love with the same guy? That's I guess that's no. Then just, that, we still love the girl with a, just a different colored dress. I guess. And, <laughs> so 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 me asking this question isn't me challenging it. Like I I I'm just curious. You no, know, I think I, I, think I think I saw it right. on a thread because. Yeah, and King of Comedy, I mean, that's totally different than what we've ever seen him in before. You know, before, like, Meet the Parents and, you know, Analyze This, Analyze That. Um, you know, King of Comedy, like, was such a different side of Robert De Niro and so fun to watch. And I, I love that movie. That was, uh, I think I did a, <laughs> back when I was doing YouTube videos by myself, I did a top five Robert De Niro movie uh, episode, and I, uh, <laughs> I, I had that in my top five. Um, it's uh, I love King of Comedy. I mean, how about We've you? We've never you done that one, have we? No, we haven't, and uh, I I would love to. What What do you think about that one? Oh, it's great, and and of course we were very much reminded of it during uh, during Joker, right? Um, yeah, definitely. And you know, I do wonder. You know, with Raging Bull, of course, you know that's you know my favorite movie um, for the performance, and he play. You know, he literally talk about you know trans transformation so he does play i mean i i wonder to the extent that like um how do i want to phrase this of course he had many many great performances afterwards but it, did he is that like you know his 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 masterpiece you know his and i, I think it is his, his greatest achievement i mean what what more can you ask from a man yeah <laughs> who did what he did in in that movie you know it's yeah like, that was 
and it, and it just uh, yeah, I've probably said this a hundred times on the show. It just baffles me uh, how many people, besides cinephiles and you know just people who are huge movie buffs, it, it baffles me how much the casual moviegoer doesn't even know about that movie, doesn't you know hasn't seen that movie. It's, it's so just, freaking uh, good. I know. It's just uh, yeah, that's the that's the cinema that just uh, stands the test of time. It's it's art. You know, if you're if you're in a, an appreciator of art, that's the, that's like a go to film. You know, yeah. that's just uh, I would even want to do a, a redo on that episode. That was uh, I wouldn't mind. Well, that was our very first. <laughs> yeah, that was our very I wouldn't first mind, episode. Wouldn't mind revisiting it either. Um, yeah, yeah but you know, even oh God, you know, even the Irishman. I mean, it's it's not really this. It's yeah, you know, but it, he's playing. He's he's vulnerable throughout that entire film um right and and that is a different angle and yeah you call it you can call it another mob movie and it's almost like the same thing you can say about de niro you can say about scorsese but yet i mean i think the irishman is right up there with uh, with scorsese's best movies it's like i would almost going to call it like top three right and it's it's great too because they're they're older now and you know obviously they did the scenes when they were younger but they're older now just like they're older in real life, they're older as actors. They've matured, and you know this is the, the you know kind of their last hurrah, you know. And it's just uh, it it is so great. It's it's an amazing achievement in that uh, in that field. Um, it's just yeah, uh, Robert De Niro is great in that, and yeah, it's it's not your tip in. Typical mob movie. I loved uh, Robert De Niro in it, but yeah, Joe Pesci is like we've never seen before in that movie, and uh, and yeah, Scorsese. As I said before, too, directors don't have uh, that same uh, falling off as actors do. Like they don't overstay their welcome like actors do sometimes. You know, yeah, yeah. actors like directors seem to always be consistent you know you got your spielberg scorsese's like coppola when's the last time he made it is he retired i don't even know i don't i really don't know yeah i don't, <laughs> I really I don't, don't either I was just, well it's uh, funny though because that. oh sorry but uh, there's nothing wrong and scorsese is, is over uh he's over 80 years old and um it, it, to your point i mean his craft is he is just as good as he ever was uh but the weird thing is that uh the studios didn't want didn't want a Scorsese movie. They, they, I mean, thank freaking God for Netflix to give us this gem of a film that, that's shocked, shocked both of us of yeah. how freaking good it was. I know. Yeah. That's uh, I got to revisit that one too. Yeah. It's just, uh, yeah. Can't, can't wait to watch that. And yeah, I, I, I really want to try dipping bread in wine, you know, <laughs> dipping bread in red wine. I, I oh, have good. to try that. <laughs> so good. Now I'm know. looking on, uh, uh, I'm sorry. I'm looking on Coppola's IMDb. And um, I mean, the only thing that okay, Jack, nineteen ninety six with uh, that's, Robin that's crazy. Williams. He did Jack. That's actually probably the first <laughs> Coppola movie I've seen because I saw that when I was you know a kid. What did that come out? Ninety three, ninety four, ninety six. Here, oh wow, ninety six. So, yeah, I saw that in the theater as I was a kid. That and that was definitely before I saw Godfather or Apocalypse Now. So I believe that's the first Coppola movie <laughs> I've ever seen. <laughs> Uh, I mean, here he's still making movies, but they're they're little. He did a yeah. movie with Vincent Gallo in 2009 called Tetro, uh, Twixt in 2011. I don't know what this with Val Kilmer <laughs> uh, did a movie in 2016 called Distant Vision. Interesting. A coming I, uh, of age story about a t- teenage Italian American boy and girl. Strange. What, yeah. Like, what happened? I uh, th- th- yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, uh, Coppola, I think, is the oldest out of all of them. Like, I think he's he's pushing ninety, maybe. Um, he's older than De Niro or um, uh, Scorsese, uh, De Palma. Um, you know, all those act, all those you know, direct all older than Spielberg. Oh no, he's eighty one, but yeah, I think that's still older, older than uh, you know, uh, Spielberg and 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 Scorsese. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's kind of like know. what he's been doing with your life. Yeah, I mean, because when when was his last really good film? Was it Apocalypse Now? Like, do you still have his IMDb up? Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Do we do we count? Well, Bram Stoker's Dracula. I didn't even remember. He realized no, he, he, that doesn't count. Oh, Willem Dafoe, <laughs> right? 
Does uh, The Outsiders count as a great movie? Uh, uh, I mean, that, it was it, it was relevant. You know, it was relevant assuming, enough. But I'm assuming Godfather Three is out of the conversation, and what? it is. Yeah, yeah. Apocalypse Now is his last great movie. Yeah. Wow, 1979. But I mean, yeah, George Lucas had one great movie, 1977's <laughs> Star Wars. That's true. <laughs> and he is probably the richest one out of all of them. So <laughs> That's 100% true. <laughs> that's what's crazy. That is what's, what's crazy. Um, but yeah, that's it's crazy. crazy the way we turn on, on Lucas, you know. That, is, that, I, that is, seems to be the, the, the rite of passage. Yeah. I, I respect the guy. I'm so glad he brought us this world. Um he screwed up with the prequels, yes, sure, but still, it's his vision, it's his creation, you know, it is was it, what it is, and, you know, there we go. And our guest is currently doing his own show right now. <laughs> Dave, Dave just shared his screen. I Son hope of he, a bitch. <laughs> I, 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 I hope he saves his energy for the episode we're doing. I think uh, he will. Can, can I at least say the no. mo- movie? Chicken Hatching. Man, you're just... Oh, you can say the movie. Okay. We're, well, we're, we will be doing, or we agreed to do, Contact, the 1997 movie uh, directed by Robert Zemeckis, starring Jodie Foster, Matthew McConaughey, and several other known actors. Uh, and, uh, you know, we had some schedule differences, so he's got to finish his show, and then hopefully we'll be able to get him on uh, later today. After, But... You guys won't hear it for a week from now, so don't even worry about it. Um, but uh, you know how I named my dog De Niro, or I named him Nero. Segway. Yes. <laughs> speaking of dogs, Dave, I would like to know, when someone is walking their dog, how does one get a rib injury? Can you, can you, can you explain that to me? <laughs> uh, well, I wasn't walking my dog. Uh, I, I took her to the dog park. Eh, it's, uh, walk- it's walking. <laughs> no, we're out of the park where we're, she was off leash. There's a, there's a huge dog park uh, nearby us. Uh, I know Ben likes to say we're like our, you know, our location. Um, should I say the location? <laughs> I don't care. I okay, don't so the, care. There's a, there's a dog that, there's a dog park near us, and I'm getting that uh, reverb, by the way. Whatever, dude. I hate you. <laughs> no, I don't hear it anymore. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we're at the dog park. We're, we're, I've been I've been to this dog park, I don't know, 200 times, let's just say. Uh, and there's they have these huge bushes. So to get my dog kind of excited, sometimes I... I I run around. I'll run behind the bush to get her to to come get me. You know, to chase me around, and I'll try to like do like. There's like four or five large bushes within this one area, so I'll kind of like do like figure eights around, just trying to get her like get her to chase me. So I, I ran around one. She was running full bore. I come around the corner. She comes around another corner, and we basically all, we pretty much run into each other. And, and I try not to you know destroy my dog, so I like kind of. <laughs> I kind of like jump up and I just plop. <laughs> I just fall right on the ground. And as I'm doing so, I'm bracing my arms. And one of my arms is, is, is the arm which is on my left side, which is like, which took the brunt of the fall. And I don't fall a lot. So it's made me very angry at the time. <laughs> my arm was just kind of like tucked under me, like a wing almost. And that took the brunt of the fall. So it was in effect, my arm hurting my ribs kind of a thing as I hit the ground. Um, so it was very sore. It's been sore for a couple of days, but it is getting better. So no bruising or anything like that. It just hurt like a bitch. And I just hate getting hurt. I hate falling down on <laughs> the ground like a moron. And uh, I was concerned about today when it first happened. Like, oh, man, I hurt my ribs. I don't know if I can do the show. <laughs> but, <laughs> and I said, toughen up. Uh, yeah. Is this your first rib injury? It is actually. The first, yeah, yeah, life's first rib injury. And this really isn't that bad. But for- I, I could imagine... If it was more serious, like say there was a fracture or something, it would really, really, really freaking suck. I, because in the beginning, it hurt when I would inhale and stuff like that. But that thankfully, I, I iced it down and it, and it, it has gone. It, the pain, most of the pain is gone now. For some reason, anytime someone says anything about hurting their ribs, I just cringe. Rib injuries terrify me. I've never, I've never been injured. Uh, had a rib. Hey, you injury. asked me if I was pissing blood. Knock on wood. Yes, I asked you if that because I'm terrified of that. No, um, I wasn't. I had a friend in high school who hit, uh, hurt his rib in football and was pissing blood, and I was just like, Oof. oh, that is just oh. 
Like it just makes me cringe just thinking about it. I I now feel like I have a cracked rib, <laughs> I, but I'm one of those people when people talk about like lung cancer on TV, I like feel like my lungs like starting to it, yeah. yeah like hurt a little. Got to go get an X-ray. Man, that's crazy though, man. Just so uh, it's, it, it's hurt, it hurts. It's tender, but it's 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 not going to be. I think it's just mostly. Well, so hopefully, is there any um, outside bruising or anything? A little bit. It's like it's it's got a weird like where it hurts the most. There's this weird red mark. It's okay. not. It doesn't. Doesn't look like a bruise, but it looks like something. It's it's hard to explain. Most important, almost, huh? most important question, yeah, is did people see? <laughs> no, thankfully it was. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> it was almost dark outside, and it was just uh, just a couple people at the park. And uh, ah. yeah, I'm it's so stupid because I've done it a million times, you know, and you just fall down like a moron. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't remember the last time I took a. I took a good fall. One. One time though, uh, what didn't hurt or anything. But uh, we were at Disney Downtown Disney. Maybe. Oh man, when was this? Four years ago, twenty sixteen, summer twenty sixteen. Yeah. We rented a house with a pool. Uh, went to Downtown Disney. Did the water parks as well on other days. But we're at Downtown Disney. Starts raining, so we we go to the movies because it's raining. There's nothing else to do. Uh, and it's uh, Finding Dory is the movie we watch because I got three <laughs> I got three kids Funny with movie. me. Yeah, uh, but uh, we get there a little too late because the only seats are you know towards the front. Which wait, wait, sucks, hold, hold on, hold on. Sorry, sorry. You went all the way to Downtown Disney in Orlando to go see a movie. No, 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 no. We we had a great week. It was a week trip. Our plan was to go to Downtown Disney on that specific day. We unexpectedly got rained on. Uh, okay. As it then, does in Orlando. Right. And we were like, all right, let's just go to the movies, I guess. Um, so, no, we did not go over there just to see a movie. Um, <laughs> Uh, but anyway, I uh, my, my my daughter was about uh, she was two at the time, uh, not actually not even two. She was like one and a half. Uh, this was her first movie. She's uh, you know sitting down okay at first, but she starts getting a little loud and rambunctious. And I'm like, all right, I'll take her out to the hallway and you know all that. Um, <laughs> so I pick her up. Um, I have to go through a row full of people because we're like right in the middle. I, uh, I I start I start walking out with her everything's going good i try to step over this person's foot and i realize that there's nothing i can do from falling at this point uh and it's almost slow motion uh because i first of all have to protect her because i'm holding her (laughs) i can't let her fall on the ground if i fall if i fall on top of her it's she becomes a pancake I no, I, I no longer have a daughter uh so i literally like i turn to the Barrel. side, yeah, I sighed, and then I just slowly just timber, <laughs> like just slowly, like just fall like a tree uh, on top of on top of my shoulder, which oh, you know man. it hurt, you know it was whatever, you know, but I couldn't land on her, obviously. But it was just like I could only imagine what the people at the top. I, I wish I, I could see what they saw. Like they probably saw this guy trying to get out of the aisle and then just boom, boom. And uh, yeah, that was that was you. You, you got to do what you got to do. You know, you can't uh, you can't squash your kid. You know, oh, that's but, hilarious. Uh, yeah, that was oh, such an embarrassing experience. But was uh, that, the house would be a lot quieter now, though. <laughs> Maybe you just went ahead and did the pancake. <laughs> oh, that's dark. That is dark. But yeah, it's true. It is. I'm true. just kidding. I love your daughter. She's a sweetheart. She's a little princess. <laughs> but yeah, that was uh, that, that's my falling story that happened years ago. But uh, <laughs> oh, you know, it's going to be a real danger as we as we get older. The older we get, you know, when you fall, I mean, it could it could literally be your life. I know, man. I know. I uh, as I said, I don't know if I edited it out, but I said in the last. episode, episode with Matt Nose that uh, I built a deck outside and <laughs> the the step up I've noticed is a little too high because when I step down it's like ooh, a lot of weight is coming down and it's like it's like a <laughs> half step too high yeah. Uh, so yeah I've, I've noticed uh, yeah being being wary of of, of falls but uh, so what are you gonna do? You're gonna redo the stairs? Yeah, I might add like a little step, maybe. I I don't know. We'll see. Because there, there's not really stairs. It's just like because it's not like a, 
it's not a raised deck. It's just a deck on the, you know, mm-hmm. on the ground. Um, but yeah, yeah, I've been there, but I don't know if I've gone up and down the stairs or not. I don't know. Yeah. I'll have no. to, let me let me come be the judge. Yeah. Yeah. If you could, that would be great. Um, and, oh, I was just and, over there the other day. Yeah, you were, but I don't think you saw the deck. I think it just sent you pictures of it. Oh, come on, dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, cause yeah. Cause, uh, so I hadn't been over in like what three four months or something. Yeah, man. I mean, well, I think the last I mean, time we saw each other was that one episode we were coming back from Top Golf. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, late February. <laughs> I think that was the last episode we did in person in the car on the way home from Top Golf. <laughs> it was a fun uh, night. Yeah, that definitely was uh, good stuff there. Um, in yeah. Uh, Totally, I forget what I was. I lost my train of thought. Well, um, we were we were separate. We well, then we uh, we got, finally got to bed. Oh, sorry, and then we uh, finally got uh, we we got together um, at, at the official Blockbuster Mentality Studios at your house, which is your kitchen, uh, for the <laughs> for the Matt and Host episode. Yeah, for the Matt Nost episode, first time in months, and uh, you know we had a great time with Matt Nost. You st- you know you stuck around. We talked a little bit. You know <laughs> talked a lot a bit, <laughs> and uh, you know I uh, you know when I drink, I I get I get the munchies. You know I get to, I get a little hungry. I got because uh, I'm ordering McDonald's. What yep. do you want? <laughs> <laughs> that is what I said. I said I'm ordering ordering McDonald's. That is what. I'm like, I don't want anything, and I don't have any cash to give you. Like, forget yeah. it. Like, I'll take some nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> and I was you, happy you got to the oblige. you got the worst thing. You got the, uh, you ordered the two worst things off the McDonald's menu. Two worst? I don't know about the two worst. You well, okay? So you got a Big Mac, which I think I don't know. Okay, Big Mac's okay, um, but I think it, it it goes it's heavy on the bread and and light on the meat. So I, I would have suggested maybe something else, but. But the Big Mac, okay. But then you got the filet of fish, which sat in the paper bag for like forty-five minutes. This this, <laughs> crab, this fried fish with a piece of American cheese on top of it in a bun and tartar oh. sauce and tartar sauce. But tartar not sauce. not only was it the filet of fish, Dave. It was <laughs> it was the double filet of fish. So it was two fish patties. Oh, uh, no. Yeah. So yeah, I had that. A Big Mac, uh, some nuggies. Some yeah, you got me the nuggets. I do pre- did appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, no problem, man. No problem. Well, I was I was waiting for an Uber home, which I don't know, how, but that took like forty five minutes. Remember that? Yeah. Well, I think it was started pouring, like it was raining like crazy, and well, there's like two cars. I mean, now Uber is just slow. Normally in our area, there's like you know ten, and I and, right. and if I if I call for one, I'm I'm picked up within what five minutes. Right. And, and this yeah, was forty. This, and I was I was contemplating: should I walk home? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and I we don't live too far, but, And I I even offered my couch, you know, in case you needed to stay. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't going to offer you my bed. Um, I don't think the wife would have fl- flown for that because well, you never you know, know. Th- just, three three people in a king bed. That's just you know, I just slide right in. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. I call middle. Um, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> you, uh, you haven't seen King of Staten Island yet, right? I have not. No, no, that's, uh, uh, yeah, uh, it's worth the watch and I want to do an episode on it. And I know, uh, our buddy Dan Franco wants to do an episode on it. Uh, so Dan, we're definitely going to have to set that up once, uh, Dave removes head from ass and watches, <laughs> gotta get it out. watches the movie. Have you seen it's the lodged, new- but I'll, I'll do it. And I, I can't wait to talk to Dan again after that. Well, that commando episode really was hilarious. It was great. Yeah. I loved that episode. <laughs> did you, uh, did you see the new Spike Lee movie to five bloods? I have not. Uh, me me have neither. You? I haven't either. So we're. You, you, but that, that that's one on our radar, though, right? Yeah, it's definitely one on our radar. Where yeah. we have a potential guest for that one as well. Again, no names. I, I give no names because Dave does not allow it. Actually, I am going to give this one name because it is concrete at this point. Uh, next week, uh, don't know when the episode will release. We have Wayne Fetterman coming on the show. He's a comedian. He's an actor. He's been in Step Brothers, Forty Year Old Virgin a recurring character on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Uh, He's a very funny guy, very knowledgeable. He actually did a, he wrote a biography on 
Pete Maravich, the basketball player. Uh, he actually did a biography on that, did interviews on ESPN about it. Um, so this guy's well-versed in everything, is a huge movie buff, huge history buff. Uh, so it's going to be a lot of fun uh, discussing uh, actually movie history with him. So I'm definitely looking looking forward to that. Yeah, I wish you didn't say anything, but I cannot wait to have him on. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a great, great yep. episode. And uh, yeah, we don't know when that one's gonna when that one's gonna air. Of course, we haven't recorded yet because of, things can happen, and uh, we may have spoken too soon. That's always in the back oh, of my mind. Oh, Dave. Oh, Dave. But well, hey. t- tonight is the first time a guest has you know stalled a little bit on us. You know, I'm not gonna call him out. Like I totally understand. You know, people have busy schedules, everything like that. So I'm confident. Uh, Wayne is is gonna is gonna follow through. He seems very enthusiastic about what we're gonna be talking about. So I'm definitely hey, that's show business, excited. baby. Yes, uh, showbiz, baby. That's what it's all about. You know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, def- definitely excited to have him. He's been on. Yeah, he's been in commercials. You've recognized. He's basically you you name it. He's done it. You know, he's uh, he's just one of those guys. So yeah, been in tons of things. Yep. So um, can't wait to have him on. Um, and Smart then, guy. Uh, yeah. Uh, speaking of you know film and movies, uh, I, I know AMC is opening up uh, late July or mid July. Uh, first, you know they said that they're not going to require masks, and that kind of you know they got some pushback from that. And now today, at the time of this recording, they said, "Yeah, uh, no, we're, we're gonna we're gonna have masks." <laughs> Uh, because you know we were talking before the show. I mean, all the money AMC's profit is the concessions. You so know, here's that's, yeah, that's the deal. So you make everybody wear a mask, but the, you know, does that then discourage people from buying popcorn, soda, chicken nuggets, the very famous mozzarella sticks at AMC, which are amazing? The, the huge pretzel. Have you ever had that? I haven't had the pretzel, but no. uh, have you had the mozz sticks? I believe I have. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure the the amount of times I've been I've and I'm a I'm a fat guy so yeah I'm sure I've had them. <laughs> well, the the nachos all that you know at, at some point if I'm if I'm wearing the mask and I'm like well I got to take it off to then eat so then what does that mean for my me protecting myself and I and, and I I think I think partially that's where they were going um, with that I, I don't know or not because right? yeah concessions they, they have to sell concessions if everyone just walks in doesn't buy a concession because they're afraid of taking off their mask sits there and watches a movie walks out then amc basically loses money right yeah i mean essentially uh i mean i, I think they get certain licensing or you know the 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 films do pay a little bit yeah, to yeah. amc but, but when it's uh, all said and done yeah their concessions are are their money are there and especially now that they sell alcohol that's you know that's taken in the, in right, the money alcohol. so like what what does that mean like are you allowed to take off your mask real quick to eat popcorn you or have to be able to sip it, like it's got to be it's going to have to be a thing where when you're in your seat you don't have to wear your mask cuz how how the how the fuck am i going to wear my yeah. mask well, at the same time cuz so i assume they're still going to separate people in the theater like it's still not going to be full capacity right uh, yeah, I believe they're going to do some some capacity, but you know, I, you know, I don't know what this whole thing. It's like, do I want to be in a in a big? Do I want to be in a crowded room with people? No. Um, and we, I don't know if we talked about this or not about being in. Uh, I've gone to the beach, and I felt totally fine because I'm outside. You know, being outside that makes sense. Um, and but you know, at the end, it, it's 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 a stadium seating. So what if the asshole behind me coughs? You know, it's gonna I guess trickle down and land on me. Yeah. So I, I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's 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 a risk you're 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 gonna take if you if you try if you try to be cautious as much as you can. You're still doing a lot, you know. If you're still wearing a mask, like you can sit down in your seat, maybe take off your mask while you're eating, put it back on while you're watching the movie. Like that's still for two hours. You're gonna well, wear a mask for two hours. Well, actually, my wife uh, showed me an article the other day, like saying like people like at. You know, because going to the grocery store and coming back wearing a mask, like that's no big deal. But like people who actually work at those stores and have to wear a mask all day, like there's a study showing like they could have respiratory effects from that because of the you know carbon uh, carbon dioxide that they're they keep inhaling. Yeah, and it's just like really moist air. You know, right? Yeah, you keep inhaling your own your own exhale exhalation. It's not normal. It's not. It's not good. Yeah, especially down here in Florida with the humidity and and everything like that, it just Ugh, makes it a hundred times worse. And now Florida is just 
spiking and spiking and spiking every single day. It's just, it's, uh, it's hard to see. I know I didn't want to talk about COVID on this episode, but it's hard to avoid. <laughs> um, well, no, that's a real uh, thing. Cause the, yeah. the movie, well, we're, we're, you know, this is, this directly relates to what, you know, the stuff we talk about, which is movies. But I, I, I'd like to go back to a theater. Uh, Tenet is apparently going to open on the 17th of July. I want to see it. Um, I really and, do. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know, but you know, <clears throat> sorry. If you listen back to that Top Golf episode, I don't know what the number is, but um, that's when we were debating about the, 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 how serious this thing was going to be. And I was right there. I mean, I was, and I'm still there. But at some point, I think this thing has proven to to not be that deadly to, to most people. And you know what? I, I think you just gotta. I think you kind of just gotta put th- push through it. I um, think. I, it, I, yeah, I hate I to mean, say it that way. No, I mean, I think that's something. It's it, we're we're gonna have to. It's just going to be a part of life now, you know. It's uh, you know, kind of like the flu, a little worse. Uh, you know, uh, people uh have said, um, you know, it's uh, I I I forget the exact uh, statistics. Again, my wife was telling me she's she's the smart one in the relationship, as most wives are. Um, but <laughs> you know, she does her research and everything. But uh, you know, there's like different. Uh, ways people go through pandemics. Um, there, there's the way that, you know, this is just the new norm. We go through life. Everything's back to normal. Um, there's another way that, you know, people are now always going to wear masks, going to be precautious. There, I, I don't know. I forget the exact details. But yeah, there's there's different uh, scenarios historically for, for pandemics. Um and also if like i forget what it is maybe if if 60 or 70% of the population gets it that means it's like a a bubble effect like that means people are going to be immune and it's just going to be you know um I, I hope i'm making sense because i i'm not i, I don't feel like i'm doing it justice but there's no, there's there's, there's different ways that that people have handled pan, or that pandemics turned out in the past you know so um definitely you know if you have a chance definitely look that up um but uh but yeah i mean it's just yeah florida's spiking right now as you said yeah i mean the death rates aren't you know, you don't, you don't like to see it, but at the same time, it's... Well, I saw know. something that said uh, 40% of all deaths in the United States came from nursing homes. 40. Yeah, that, that makes sense. And then I assume a lot of the other... Uh, uh, a lot of the others were from pre-existing conditions. Right. Um, no, I don't want to... I don't want to get sick. I don't want to no, get exactly. flu. I don't want to, you know... And I don't want any, and, and, and I'm not saying I don't want anyone in a nursing home to die, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, that, that, yeah, that doesn't make it okay. But yeah, I mean, yeah. it's, it's, uh, yeah, it does, it does tend to be the older folks, unfortunately. And I, I, I had plans to visit my grandma next month, and uh, now I'm a little worried living in Florida, you know. Uh, uh, so I might, I might get tested before I go there. Uh, that way, be a I good have, idea. Yeah, have some peace of mind at least, and. Uh, and hopefully, uh, still, still, still get to visit her. So, because the last thing you want to do is get grandma sick. I mean, that's yeah, exactly. And then, yeah, got to live with that the rest of my life, you know. Uh, so, so <laughs> shoot yeah. the shoot the guilt every, yeah. every week. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All my aunts and my mom saying, "You remember when you got grandma sick?" <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Uh, uh, so the question is, will you be? Will you be in the movie theater when Tenet opens on that weekend? I. Uh, uh, I might. I, I really want to be. Uh, again, I was telling you before the show, we have drive-in theaters kind of near us. Yeah, I if, if they play it at a drive-in theater, I'm going to see it at a drive-in theater um, in, you know, in my car watching it from there uh yeah. just because you know it's not the same you know it's the whatever sound system you have in your car is going to be the best sound you're going to get but at least <laughs> i'm seeing it on the big screen you know and uh and everything like that if it's not in drive-in I, i'm i'm gonna consider it uh i'm gonna weigh weigh you know I'll, it'll be something to think about how about you i think uh, at this point i think i'm gonna be there 
Yeah, I really do. I think I'm going to wear, I'm, you know, and as I've said, um, I believe I, I'm, I'm a mask wearer when I go into yeah. the grocery store, when I go into any, any indoor environment, I, I put a mask on. Yeah. So I guess I'll, I'll put it on when I walk in, when, when I'm waiting in line for my popcorn, uh, unless we decide not to get the popcorn, I don't know, maybe we won't. I don't see that's the thing. Um, yeah, I think like, if I do go, I don't think I'll get concessions just because. And then, yeah, yeah. So, maybe, so maybe I won't do that. And then yeah. at some point when I'm sitting down, I'm going to take the goddamn mask off because I'm going to be smelling my breath for two and a half hours. Yeah, yeah I, I have to smell it every time you come over for the podcast. <laughs> it's just like, oh, can we end the show now? No um, good. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm so excited for Tenant, and, you know, I, I really want to see it on the big screen, even in IMAX. I just, I don't know. I, I'm more freaked out by this thing than I have been. But at the same time, I'm also more like, I think this is just the way of life now. <laughs> uh, yeah, for the foreseeable future. And, you know, you've, you've probably done more, you've probably done more dangerous things than, than going into an AMC. Probably, yeah, that's right? true. You're right. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. It, it, and, the, and the draw there is this is the first time going to a movie in how long? And it's the newest Christopher Nolan movie, which looks incredible. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this could be like a, a, an experience really for, for, for the something you might, you know, remember for the rest of your life, uh, particularly if you catch COVID and then die, uh, you'll never, <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, it would be hard to forget it. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh... <laughs> well, I went to the movie uh, and I got sick. No, but yeah. what I'm saying is that, you know, this, it, it could be like one of the best movie going experiences ever because it's been so long and you might get something that looks to be like a fantastic film. So, um, I don't know, you know, that's, that's the thing. That's, that's that you gotta, you gotta weigh it, you know, one side, one, one side and one side and the other. So no. I, um, I think I, I, at this point, I think I'll be there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I think, I'm leaning more towards being there. I mean, so if, but if you had the option of being drive-in or that, what would you do? I guess I'd go to a drive-in. Yeah. I mean, it seems safer. I'm in my own car. Yeah. Um, but you know, the, the viewing experience wouldn't be as it's good, still, but yeah, maybe that's still a fine, different. Yeah. Maybe that's a fine compromise, but the one yeah. you're talking about is like an hour away though. Right. Uh, well, there's one in Tampa and one in Ruskin, the Ruskin ones. Yeah. Farther Tampa, you know, it's still far for us, but not, I don't think it's an hour. I think maybe a half hour. <laughs> okay. Um, but uh, yeah, okay. well, the one because the, okay. the one the the nice AMC nearby is literally like five minutes away. I know. I know. Yeah. Oh, I just yeah. And, and who knows? Yeah. I mean, there's still a question of whether AMC is going to still be in business. You know. I know they're talking bankruptcy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. What does that look like? What 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 happens to all those nice those nice newly renovated theaters? What I know. The Someone has to comes in and buys them out. Well, what uh, I wonder is just. You know, you got, uh, you know, these companies who have been around forever. You got the Pier 1s, the JC JCPenney's. Um, I'm, I'm speaking of ones who look like they are going out of business because of this. Like, do, do companies like this, do they not have savings? Like, is everything <laughs> just you have to have money in, money out, money in, money out? Yeah, well, out. I, think like, they ha- I think what it is is they have, they have debt. So okay. like say when they rent out all those theaters, they took out, you know, so many billions of dollars of debt and have to still make those debt payments. True, yeah. Just like you have your mortgage and you lose your job, you still gotta pay your mortgage, you know, kind of true. A thing. Yeah. I mean, but you you would still think they'd have a safety net, you know. Um I don't think so. I think they run they try they they try to run a tight a tight ship and try to be as profitable as possible, <laughs> like at, at the max. And there's so, nobody plans for well, what if what if what if we shut down every single theater for six months? That's not a part of any business plan. So these huge corporations are living paycheck to paycheck, like pretty like much a lot of us yeah, are. Okay, so. <laughs> that's just it's just crazy to me. I uh, think so. I've been into stocks lately. Though they're, they're 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 doing pretty good now. They're, I mean, they're they're not you know as good as they were, but my my uh, my portfolio is getting a little better. That's the most grown up thing I've ever uh, thought I'd nice. say. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, we'll we'll see what, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, I, I you know I obviously don't want to get into politics or anything. I'm just curious your thoughts. You don't have to answer. You don't have to get specifics. I mean, how how do you think Florida has handled this situation? Like, how do you think you know it, the governor has has handled the Florida situation? I don't know. I mean, I'm thinking just of myself and throughout this thing, I was able to kind of do most of the things that I wanted to do. So um, I, I never felt, um, I never really felt super locked down too bad. Um, 
I don't know, I guess cases are rising, but again, um, I mean, what, what are you, what are you supposed to do? Uh, I don't know. The, the problem with Florida is a lot of people come into the state, they come in and out, they travel. And, and then we have a, in Florida is a weird state because it's, it, there's, there's different South Florida is different than where we live here in Tampa. Um, you know, you got just right. different kinds of people all, all over the state. I, I don't really have a problem with any of it. Um, yeah, I don't know. That that's basically what I feel. I mean, every county, every county kind of did their own thing. And um, I mean, I don't know anybody that has COVID. I mean, I, they they must exist, but and, and they certainly do. But I, I, do you know anybody personally? Uh, I do not know. I, I don't know so anybody. In my sphere, I guess is the way to answer. I don't know about Florida in general. That's that's too big of a question for me. I know South Florida. South Florida had it bad in the beginning, and I think they still have it bad. Um, and I think in our area, it's been kind of okay. So I think the response, at least for, I can't remember, maybe I'll just say that our county, because we live in the same county here, um, which is like, you know, Clearwater, St. Pete. Um, I think their response has been great. Um, yeah. As far as the entire state and with the governor, I don't know about all that. Um, but I don't have any complaints, really, because I think in our immediate area, it was handled well. That's my answer. Yeah, no, I, I get that. Um, my, my, the only thing for me is that I, I don't know if maybe they opened it too soon. Like, it's not like it's fully open yet, but like, it does seem like, first of all, they closed it too late and then they opened it too soon. Because, I mean, you look at New York, I was looking at New York statistics today and they've like totally spiked down, absolutely no increases. Same with Michigan. Um, but then you look at Florida. But like, they had it really bad though. Yeah, they had it bad, but at the same time they're they're now less than we are. You know, they're they're less than we are in Florida. Uh so it's uh you know in terms they're, of they're, new they're, cases. Yeah, and they're talking Florida is pretty much gonna be the new epicenter. You know, that's what all I mean, it all kind of came in the beginning. It all kind of came out of New York, um, and I right. guess it just yeah. trickles its way to other places. But I like guess. you said, a lot of people visit Florida. I mean, that's you people know, come here. What do you do? You stop them from coming here? Yeah, uh, my brother's coming down from Michigan. Uh, <laughs> so I go. tried stopping him. I tried, and uh, you know, he said, "Nah." They're supposed I'm to quarantine, down. right? Or was it yeah. out of New York? Were you supposed to quarantine oh, for I, fourteen I think days? Or something? I want to say Cuomo, governor in New York's, I. I heard something about him not allowing people visitors from Florida coming in. Um, I don't know how you can stop that from like people driving. Yeah, you can't um, stop it. You can't yeah, stop it. Yeah, then they're not but, even really going to stop it. But I remember looking yeah. at a map real quick, real quick. I remember looking at a map. This is maybe three weeks ago. And it was like a bubble graph of the United States. And it was like 50% of all cases came from within like a hundred mile radius of New York City of the oh, entire country. Yeah. That's where it's, they all were. So, so like so we're here in I mean, Florida, we're locked down. Well, why are we locked down? So we start opening it up and then, well, okay, well then it's just going to, well, what do we stay locked down forever until, until all the, until that, you know, until everyone from New York and all the hotspots make their way in here. I, you know I, what would, I mean, I would like to see, uh, and I'm sure those statistics are out there. Just, you know, uh, obviously the cases have gone up. I'd like to see the ratio of the death still like percentages of death have they gone down like have they you know i think deaths, i think cases are sorry sorry i don't want to interrupt but I, I i do i do believe cases are spiking while deaths are not okay and i that's, believe that's right and that's great you know i mean that's, some people uh, say that's testing because we're testing more i, I don't know if that's true or not and but. i mean that i mean there is a case for that i mean more testing means yeah there's probably going to be more cases you know so and I when mean, you open the economy people are going to get sick it just it is yeah, right yeah. i mean do you want to have people with no one has a job or and you know and people are still getting sick or do you want to maybe you know i don't know how you do it I and don't that's know how the thing it. like I, you know they've been saying all along like if they don't open schools again like <laughs> people can't go to work schools are essentially daycare for most people exactly like i don't know man it's, it's not uh, easy yeah, and I, this thing, you know, it's uh, uh, 2020 is, uh, I think, going to end this way. Hopefully it ends on a high note. I don't think this thing's going away anytime soon. But yeah, I it may think, come back in the winter. I, yeah, I think it's, uh, I mean, it's already back. I mean, we're, we're back. We're, just back again. It's know. not even back, though. I mean, it, it's the, never the, left. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's the thing. Like, people thought, like, oh, they're lifting restrictions, pandemic over. It's like, no, it's it's not. 
But but anyway, here I am, a guy not wanting to talk about COVID. Here on we this are episode. again. Yeah. Here we are again. But uh, but yeah, I mean, we definitely are looking forward to future guests on the show. Looking forward to <laughs> talking movies, movie history, movie, uh, just movie anything. And uh, yeah, uh, I'm glad. Don't we were kill able grandma. To- yeah, I um, I'll do my best. I'll do my best. At least <laughs> with that's co- the title of the episode. Yeah. Uh, ooh, I like that. <laughs> at, at least not kill her with COVID. You know, I mean, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah. she's known to drive people crazy. So, um, right, if she's we'll, being annoying. You could yeah <laughs> devise some other method. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. Oh God, if she dies suddenly now, I'm gonna they're gonna pull up this <laughs> podcast and <laughs> see what's going on. But uh, oh, all right, but uh, but yeah, we got to get ready for our next uh, episode because we're yep. gonna have a guest and. Uh, we appreciate you guys listening in as always. Please mm-hmm. subscribe to us on iTunes, rate us, review us, or you know wherever wherever you listen. Uh, so we really hope uh, that uh, you you keep following. You, we hope you're looking forward. I'm rambling, Dave. Sorry. Uh, what? Uh, see, this is where can we end the show, came from? Yeah, exactly. At Blockbuster Cast is where you can follow us on Twitter. That's our main uh, promotion. Uh, website everything wow. like that i hate you dave they work where, where the hell can they find you you can find me at dave underscore quist see that was fast they can find me at bc cord <laughs> all right folks so that is it for us uh, but yeah pleasure uh pleasure man i love doing this and uh let's let's keep it up can't wait for our guest uh that's it uh i'm gonna keep going because it annoys you and uh (laughs) all right folks well that is it for us for dave i'm ben and as always grab some popcorn grab some snacks we'll catch you guys at the movies